This is Weekly Signals Interviews, broadcast every Tuesday morning from 8 to 9 on KUCI, 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. For more than 12 years, Maxine Hong Kingston has led writing and meditation workshops for veterans and their families. Her new book, Veterans of War, Veterans of Peace, is a collection of stories from these workshops by survivors of five wars, including combatants, war widows, spouses, children, and conscientious objectors. All struggle with trauma, post-traumatic stress disorder, substance abuse, and other consequences of war and violence. One of the most outspoken contemporary feminist writers, Kingston's other books include The Woman Warrior, which was awarded the National Book Critics Award for Nonfiction, Chinaman, Tripmaster Monkey, and The Fifth Book of Peace. In 1997, President Bill Clinton presented Kingston with a National Humanities Medal. Maxine Hong Kingston, welcome to Weekly Signals. Thank you. How are you today? Oh, I'm fine today. Thank you. What's, what's the weather like? Where are you right now? I'm in Oakland, California, uh, and it's hazy and gray and foggy. Oh, Mike was up there. I uh, was there yesterday. <laughs> it was a beautiful day up there yeah. yesterday. Oh, you know, it changes. It'll be beautiful by the afternoon. There you yeah. go. So uh, tell us about how this workshop got started. It was 13 years ago? What, what, yeah. what was the impetus behind it? Yeah. Well, maybe about 15 years oh, my ago, goodness. the... Um, uh, the Vietnamese monk Thich Nhat Hanh held uh, reconciliation retreats, and he he had meditation and retreats for for four or five days with uh, with Vietnam veterans, getting them together with Vietnamese people, and um, and they and I participated in some of those retreats, and I. I took a look at the the walking meditation, the eating meditation, hugging meditation, and I thought I think they need one more component here, <laughs> and that would be writing meditation, mm-hmm. because I, I felt that people needed artistic expression for their experiences and feelings. Now, now on one hand, we're talking meditation, but on the other hand, we're talking pretty traumatic events that have happened. In fact, probably the most traumatic events that can happen to a human. How, mm-hmm. how does that work? I mean, is it, uh, is it noticed, noticed instantly that people can relax, or is this a long, long process? Oh, nothing happens instantly. It's, yeah. Uh, it, it is a um, slow process, but sometimes, miraculously, there are... Uh, just m- moments of of real peace. Uh, what happens, I think, is that when when one is in a war, it's very noisy. Um, we have many descriptions of just the whole world being nothing but the the noise of the sound of bombs and artillery fire and. Uh, the, the, there is no other reality but noise, and then then when you think about it, what happens when when we all sit down and be quiet mm. and we we don't even talk, mm. we we're just quiet and and 
we'll go out into the country where there is uh, there is peace and quiet, and we, we we most of us live in the city, and so then we we go out to the country, sit in peace and quiet, and then um, it it stills the the noise that's echoing, and um, and then when you you are quiet, you can hear yourself think, and maybe you can write down some of those thoughts, and then they turn into story. Now, now in the writing, is is that the point you you specifically asked them to start writing from? Is from the the moment of peace, or did some? Oftentimes, they have to write from the moment of noise. Oh, I will often uh, suggest a topic, uh, such as uh, write a letter to your enemy, or or mm-hmm. write a love letter to your enemy. Uh, the, uh, it could be write about courage. Um, a lot of great writing came when I presented the Buddhist precepts, and the first one is, Thou shalt not kill. And uh, this gives a moral framework by which someone can confront a moment of killing. Um, uh, Some great writing came from that. Uh, When you think about it... um, Linguistically, there's a, a large, there's a long journey that happens between a passive voice sentence and an active voice sentence. For example, the Viet Cong soldier was killed, mm-hmm. and that's very different from "I killed a Viet Cong soldier." Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, and then the energy of that story comes forth. Yeah. We're speaking with Maxine Hong Kingston. The book is Veterans of War, Veterans of Peace. And at those workshops, I, I heard you did have some Viet Cong there, yes. as well as American soldiers. How, how did that tension play out? Oh, it, it was the most amazing day. Uh, the um, They just held one another and hmm. cried. They hugged and cried, and they it was very hard for them to part again. And over and over again, kept saying to one another, I could have killed you, and I did not. I'm so glad that you're here. I, I mean, they, they, they hadn't seen one another during the war. What happened was oh, we had a, um, a woman who was a sapper on the Ho Chi Minh Trail, and um, she was only 15 years old. What, what did you say she was? A sapper. Uh-huh. I, I think a sapper uh, goes out into the, into the country and uh, 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 defuses bombs, oh, uh, clears up craters, uh-huh. um, uh, fills in the craters on the Ho Chi Minh Trail so, uh-huh. that the, so, so the soldiers and the equipment can keep moving. Uh-huh. What a job. And then on above the Ho Chi Minh Trail, at the very same time, were some of the veterans that we that were in our workshop and they were they were in airplanes bombing the trail. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and so then, some twenty years later, they meet, and uh, oh. and they're so relieved to see the other one alive. Um, it was actually easier for the for former enemies to be friends now than it is for the for war veterans to make friends with the peace activists, with mm. peace veterans. And uh, there, it took a, a longer time. The, uh, a, a, a lot of times the, um, the soldiers, ex-soldiers, would consider the peace activists, they call them betrayers. Uh. So there were there were also uh, peace activists from the period from the war period there too, that, yeah. that interacted, and it was a di- more difficult <laughs> meeting yeah. then. Uh, and again, uh, the um, the writing uh, brought them together, so that we are now a community. Um, in writing, very in good stories, we learn. We need to learn. We we empathize with every character. We're able to write the point of view of of characters who are very different from ourselves, and um, in that way, everybody learns other people's point of view. And when you do that, uh, there is uh, uh, sympathy and compassion. A lot of these stories, well, all of these stories, there's a, there's suffering. Uh, mm-hmm. People face their their real deep suffering, and um, and when they understand their suffering, then th- what they learn is compassion. And um, you know, there's a there's a motto that I use. It comes from Yeats, and he says the end of art is peace. <laughs> and so we are making. Um, art out of war, and then arrive at peace. I want to ask you, because there, uh, there's something, I want to explore the dynamic that you just described, mm-hmm. because I think it's an important one, in which you have uh, the veteran, uh, the American veteran, you have the Vietnamese veteran of war, and the activist. Now, I can understand uh, on a very, you know, very one level how the vet- veterans of war would respect one another because they performed their res- they carried out a responsibility mm-hmm. they did their job mm-hmm. and then on the, and and then you see the and I can imagine that the veteran does not respect the peace activists because they weren't doing a job by their account by their mm-hmm. understanding of what it was to fulfill a responsibility that they had to the military but in a very real sense, a peace activist coming from the right place, doing these for things for the right reason, is doing a their job. They are telling us that this is a senseless enterprise. But how do you? How do does the Vietnam veteran acquire respect for uh, someone who was involved in anti-war activity? How does that dynamic play out? And what it, what is required uh, from both sides to understand one another better? Well. Uh- we have to also remember that um, a lot of the war veterans came back from uh, from Vietnam or from Iraq. They come back, and the first thing they did would be to join the peace movement. Yeah. So but- we are talking about the very same person. 
Yeah. And, uh, but did they see the the act somebody who's demonstrating against the war, whether it be mm-hmm. Vietnam or Iraq, or or the first Gulf War or this mm-hmm. current war or any of the wars we've been involved with? And it is important to point out how many wars we've been involved in since mm-hmm. since Korea. Um, but I just. Yeah, how did how do how do you how do how do they come yeah. to respect other than their own experiences told them yeah. that this was a well, this was a bad enterprise the, the other way is uh the um as i said the uh, the being able to understand the other side's yeah. point of view and uh, in our workshops uh their people uh, speak from their own point of view. They write from their own point of view. They attempt other points of view, and we have l- long periods of listening, and um, we evoke the bodhisattva of compassionate listening. And we learn silence. Sit in silence while you listen to another person, and uh, and we don't argue with them, and we don't. Um, uh, defend ourselves. Mm-hmm. We just listen, and um, mm-hmm. the I think that the um, the war veterans listened to the peace activists and heard about all their sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think going to war and going uh, to uh, a peace demonstration, um, everybody sacrifices a lot, and uh, the. The war veterans heard about the peace activists whose parents um, would uh, uh, cut them out of their will, disown them, uh, the ones who, who went to jail, um, the ones who were in, um, uh, in who were beaten up, and, and, uh, and so there was an understanding about everybody uh, sacrificing, and everybody sacrificing. Um, for what we felt was the good of our country. Mm-hmm. We're speaking with Maxine Hong Kingston. The book is Veterans of War, Veterans of Peace. Can, can yeah. I just want to follow up? Just really, you can follow I, I just want to follow up on this. As long as you don't talk too much. Yeah, I'm not going to talk too much. I'll try not to <laughs> for once. Uh, because I think one of the components of what I'm what I'm trying to get to in terms of these the, the, the dynamics here is that mm-hmm. we as a society do not value people who who step up particularly in american society who step up and say that that war violence is not the best way to solve to resolve the issues that we find to be so uh, so important that we would go to war and that because we don't value peace in our society as much as we should that, that this transfers onto the people who advocate for nonviolent uh, resolutions so th- it's it's this it's interpersonal as you're describing it but it is also a very in a very large con- the, the greater context it's a social it's a very it's a social component of what of what we are yeah and we have and i guess what you're doing with this is you're breaking down some of those barriers yes and also in our society we haven't even defined peace right and uh, even as you and i are talking uh we emphasize the war stories and we haven't we haven't uh, we haven't talked about what peace is, yeah. and uh, and and part of the work. Uh, oh, Virginia Woolf said it's up to the poet to tell us what peace is, and so we have poets and uh, and and writing 
story of how one arrives at peace and what is it and and uh, what is a harmonious relationship um, what is a loving relationship what is that of uh, the uh, it is so easy to say what war is but what is peace and, and so many people immediately think uh, a peace story has to be boring and uh, so what we're working on is the drama of peace, um, and and how how good it feels to to be in peace and quiet, and to be loving uh, one's brothers and sisters, and um, and and to have a love relationship. Because that uh, our society doesn't even know how to begin to think about that. And so our work is so creative, um, yeah. and, and we, we are not only writing it, but we're living it, because the, the, through the years, there's been about 500 people that's been in this, these workshops, mm-hmm. and we make uh, a web of friendships, and, uh, and we stay together for 15 years, and we consider ourselves... A community, and so we have built a peace community, and and um, and out of that, this is just this book is just part of the harvest. Um, the big reward is that we have one another. And you were speaking about that first Buddhist precept: "I am determined not to kill." Yes. Is, is there one, or is there a story in this uh, book uh, that stands out for you? Uh, that that follows that line. Oh gosh, there's one story by um, uh, Hopper Martinez, Roman Hopper Martinez, and uh, he came back from Vietnam just very uh, traumatized, and uh, he applied to the VA for um, for benefits. And instead of just filling out the forms, he wrote a narrative. And uh, it is about um, coming, uh, arriving at this helicopter crash and, mm-hmm. and uh, picking up the body parts to put in the body bag. And, and, um, and his officer gives an order that he has to carry the bags. And, and he almost frags this officer mm-hmm. for not carrying the bags himself. Okay, so... Um, he uh, comes back, and he thinks about himself as a raging beast, and he and he is a trained killer, and uh, he talks about himself the way people talk about themselves in Alcoholics Anonymous. He he'll say, "I have not killed anyone for twenty years and two months and." Ten days, mm-hmm. and, and 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 so it's like a a daily work not to be a killer anymore. Wow. Uh, there's a there's another wonderful story uh, by by Robert Landman in which he is talking to a captured uh, Viet Cong prisoner, and uh, he finds out that. 
He, he, Robert is 19, the prisoner is 19. They were both drafted. They were, they both had to leave school. They found out so much in common. And after that, in the battlefield, uh, Robert wore his rifle upside down and, uh, and he, he would not use it. And he vowed not to use it. Hmm. So, we're speaking with Maxine Hong Kingston. The book is Veterans of War, Veterans of Speech, of uh, Peace. And uh, the authors of this book uh, are donating 90% of their yeah. royalties. W- where is that going? Um, it, it's going to uh, the Friends of, uh, of the Vinson Orphanage. Mm-hmm. It's going to the Dove Fund, to East Meets West Foundation, and Code Pink. Um, and... Uh, Oh, there's a wonderful story behind that, too. Through the Dove Fund, uh, we're going to give money to build a school in Quang Tree. And Quang Tree was where we had an airstrip that was uh, bombed and rebuilt four times. And uh, there's a poet in this book. His name is Sandy Skull, and he built that original airstrip. And now he's just elated wow. because now he'll be able to build a school there. And uh, he has this wonderful poem in the book that ends with the lines, uh, Breathing easier, I can imagine again. Hmm. And I think breathing easier has to do with meditation. Yes. And being able to imagine again is... The, you know, he, he had to put his imagination on hold to go to war. And now, um, with, with an art, he's able to imagine again. You've had a, you had a lifetime of wonderful writings yourself. I, but I imagine this, this book holds a special place in your heart. Is it, is it stand out for you in a, in a different way than... Oh, than, yes. yes. Well, one, one thing is that I didn't have to write it. <laughs> and, uh, it's, Less it's, work. Yes, it's <laughs> like uh, I've had the help of uh, 80 people in this book. Mm. And, it, and 80 different perspectives. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you <laughs> off there. I, did. I just think yeah. that you can appreciate it. It's just the uh, the, the spectrum of human experience that uh, comes through in the book. And uh, mm-hmm. 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 Well, I want to uh, thank you very much for being a part of Weekly Signals, Maxine. Hong thank Kingston. you very much. Thank you. And uh, I'm sorry, and the, 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 the book is Veterans of War, Veterans of Peace. Maxine Hong Kingston, thank you for, for joining us today. Thank you. To learn more about Weekly Signals interviews, including upcoming guests, or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.